0: Yeah.
1: It's um, we'll, we'll promote your movie that's coming out, but really this is a podcast that's, um, it's just about getting to know you and just getting to, you know, it's, this will be different than the, most of the interviews you probably do as an, as an actor.
0: Um, uh, okay. Yeah. I like what I like sharing. Uh, I, you know, I don't think I'm, the, I'm super interesting, but, uh, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll try my best. Um. Uh, and yeah, I'm excited to plug my stuff. And thanks again for having me on. This is I love the show. Oh, oh, totally. And you don't I, have to put on uh, anything. Yeah.
2: People just like no, it when we're like natural. No, I and, love it.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I, I listen. I listen all the time.
1: Mm. What you, did you hear the um, the Which one went viral recently? there have been a lot going viral. Yes. Right? The, um, well, we re released um, our our. Um, our Jeremy Strong one. People love that one. Yeah. Jeremy was cool. He and, was very um, cool.
0: Some of those questions you guys hit him with. <laughs> I mean, he,
2: people want to know. Hey, people want to know. We're not here to pull know. punches. We're not, I mean, we're not going to grill anybody. But uh, yeah. we'll sa- we'll saute them a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's what I
0: love about you guys is you just you're you know you're not afraid to ask the hard hitting questions. You you know I have seen some of these interviews before and some of the questions you know I'll get I'll I'll have to look at my publicist like can I can I talk about this? Can oh I, yeah, is this right. okay? Can I right. can I answer this? Hey, that's why and we I'll have the publicist
2: if, chair in the corner. <laughs> yes, you know they can. Well, always I needed be a couple.
0: Here. I need a couple. I have a whole team. But I always ask whenever I say, "Can I talk about this?" Please leave that in the show. That's cool.
1: Yes, okay, that's love really that. cool. Love that. Mm-hmm, yes, mm-hmm. that type of stuff is really behind the, I guess behind the mirror is what yeah, I would say. Yeah, yeah. Um. All right. Great. So, and then, um, if you've heard it before, but they'll just that's the mac and cheese right there. So you'll just be eating a mac and cheese through the whole interview, and oh, yeah. um, uh, you know, um we know you're lactose intolerant. Can you ask me actually? So, yeah.
0: Can you ask me some of the same questions you asked Jeremy?
1: Well, it's just it's it's free flowing, but we'll do our best. So a mm-hmm. lot of the questions mm-hmm. were about being on succession, which you are you're not. So, um, but we'll do our best.
2: And
0: let's just Thanks. say I hope you like cheese. <laughs> okay, yeah, I am lactose intolerant, but you know, I'll try to we'll see how long I can last.
1: Yeah. Great. And now we're going to roll and welcome back to another episode of Allergic Reaction. Um, I'm, um, I'm Snidely um, An- An- Antwerp, and I'm here, as always, with my co-host.
2: Hello, my name is Snivels Goover, and we are here to see how much cheese this man can take. And we're here to ask the hard-hitting questions, because it is important to get the realness out of actors.
1: That's right. Today's allergic reaction is lactose and gluten, and our guest is Mark uh wom wom mark wom um whose new movie it's a hard-hitting drama that is already has oscar buzz uh it's called castle and we're happy to have him here mark take a big bite how you doing
0: boys how's it going wom up wom up
1: yeah yeah
2: wow there there he is there he is and mark what is your initial reaction to the cheesy carby deliciousness that is the mac and cheese
0: Thanks for asking. Well, right when I got in the, the studio, I opened up the door and was just hit with that smell. And I knew it, it just feels good to be able to connect a all of my senses to a show that I'm a huge fan of and I listen to every episode. Um, so being able to walk in and I just feel like, you know, I feel like a kid walking out on the on the uh, football field after watching all those games with Papa Mm -hmm. and finally getting to step out on the field and actually be there. So I just, I have goosebumps right now. Can you see, can you see that?
1: Yeah. Yeah, Wow. He's not acting folks, or if he is, he's a really good actor. Um, Okay. We had some technical difficulties in the break. You ate the whole Mac and cheese there. Um I try
0: I tried to do a uh, one bite and uh it just immediately spilled all over my shirt. <laughs> hey, um to my team. Can we get a new sh- can we get a new shirt for me? Is that okay? Or should we just leave it? Should we just leave this? Just I leave mean the it video it's,
1: it's gonna be great for TikTok and um uh, It is a big
0: messy shirt.
1: Okay, let's just leave it. That's cool. <laughs> let's just leave it. I mean I talk about a viral video. Whom, the man, Wom. <laughs>
3: Yeah. The womster getting up. nasty. Wow. Big, yeah. big now, just
2: Not that different from your most recent movie. You have a pretty nasty sex scene in the movie. Was that something that you wrote in or something that was in the script when we you were? We were
1: curious about the sex scene in Castle because we were looking at each other like this stuff, this is full sex, I think. But go ahead, Wom.
0: That was improvised. Um I did like really? <laughs> yeah. I did I did check uh, in. You know, like, um, mm-hmm. you know, making sure yeah. like it was like consensual and, and obviously making sure both parties were cool with it. And they were like, "Yeah, of course. yeah, dude, let's do this." And I was like, "Oh wow, um,
1: that's great."
0: Yeah, so we freeballed it. Obviously, you know, uh, sex is, is is a subjective word, and so like, you know, I was I was falling a lot, and um, like, I I I think noises are hot, like making cool noises, and so I was trying right. to do. Um, like an ambulance sound, like wow, 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 and like, um, yeah, kind of Doppler effect. Yeah, kind of like an uh, oral, uh, you know, I call it oral oral sex, like a u r. that. yeah, yeah. And so oh, I, no, I was trying, to, I was trying to work that into the scene, and um, it's a little tough. You can see, you know, my my partner is a little seems like bored.
1: Uh, as that's Tough is the right word for that sex scene for sure um i i think that it's interesting because i in all art i mean we talk about this on the show a lot is subjective but i thought that was supposed to be your character's kind of descent into madness but you're saying mm. you just thought you think in your normal life that the um medic and those noises are hot in your love making
0: well, like I like I said with the mac and cheese, like I'm just all about the senses. I think we as people um, – mm-hmm. this might be a good clip. I think we as
2: people, we ignore – Yeah, this
1: might be a good clip. Sorry. Uh, get that clean.
2: Highlight this. Highlight get this. Our clean. editor's have been missing clips lately, so make sure you get this.
1: <laughs> yeah, let's get that clean.
0: I just think we as people sometimes ignore our, our basic human needs and, and senses and um, – uh, Go on. Keep, go going. No, keep going. I'm talking to our yeah. editors to is a good sure clip. we're this. Is a good this. Clip. Okay, yeah.
1: um, Let's get it clean from the beginning just because sure. I was distracting you there by trying to communicate uh, Maybe I'll slate editor. just so like
0: the clip guy has this, this clean. This
1: clip one, yeah. yeah. This is
0: Mark with the big clip for the episode uh, with a little bit of <laughs> mac and cheese on my tummy. Yes. <laughs> I just think we as humans ignore these basic needs. And, you know, I, I always try to smell and touch and, and taste and hear all of these these things, you know. Go into a room. What do you what do you notice about the room? And so, it and you know, part of this is is pleasure too. It doesn't always have to be pain. Mm. Like we can use these these senses, um, in our, in our pleasure senses. Like if you actually look at the human brain. Um, there's these pleasure senses that really go off, and let um, go from the beginning. Is <laughs> yeah, a pleasure little wrong? I, um,
1: <laughs> just since we're clipping it, we do the, want this. To the be mac uh, and cheese
2: kind of hit me on pleasure senses.
0: Well, that's it. Yeah, yep. that's the yeah, allergy. Yeah. That's I didn't want to
1: say
2: anything because I thought the clip would be perfect, but you do have a noodle coming out of each nostril.
0: Oh, those got so stuck. Let's in there. get them. That's my. Those are. Yeah. That's a nose piercing. Um, oh, those aren't noodles. No, I did that for the show. I'm a. You know, like I said, <laughs> cool. I'm a big fan.
2: That is genius. That is genius. So you, so you're telling me you pierce your nose with macaroni and cheese. It
0: hurt, and you know, uh, but especially it's especially cool. with your allergy. Yeah, what the allergy is makes it tough. But like I said, I want to constantly be using my senses. As as human beings, we we take yeah. these things for granted. And so, um, here let me take it from the top. This is Mark with the viral clip, take two, wine. <laughs> <laughs> It's your clip, Mark. It's right. your clip. So you
1: were talking about uh, the five senses. The I
0: five know, senses. We ignore these things as human beings. And so we yeah. can even use them, you know, in our love making. And so I, I try to, you know, a, a, a loud car goes by, that's, that's sex. You know, a helicopter mm, uh, goes by, that's sex. You stand on a big whoopee cushion, that could be sex <laughs> too.
2: Not a lot of people standing on whoopee cushions these days. <laughs>
0: Well, that's that's what is like the surprise about him. Everyone, right. every time I sit down, I look for a whoopee cushion. But not every step I take, I look for a whoopee cushion.
1: <laughs> right, it's the new surprise. You stand on big whoopee cushion, that's sex.
0: That's sex, absolutely. You stand on big now, whoopee cushion, that's sex.
1: That's sex.
2: Eugene, did we get that clip? Because I think that one is going to be viral.
0: Mm.
1: And Eugene's giving us a thumbs up, so that's our first viral clip of the episode. Oh, right. Eugene, all right, all right, <laughs>
0: Eugene, thumbs up. No headphones on site, but uh, looks like he got it.
1: He's just he, Eugene rides the levels visually. He just looks oh. at the machine. See and hopes visual. He got it and- yep and that's yeah. That's, that's, yeah, really and that's a smart. sense yeah um well mark wom we're very excited to have you on allergic reaction the podcast where people consume something they're allergic to and then do a hard-hitting interview we've already gotten a fan, fantastic pull clip from you uh um, thanks boys and- oh,
2: before we move on from the senses uh isn't umami the, actually the sixth sense didn't they discover that
0: i did read that the other day and you know sometimes when i'm uh Eating, uh, eating it. I go, ooh, mommy.
2: Oh my god! Not really that's a clip, e- but Eugene, you know tell that's a backup. That. <laughs> Eugene, tell me you got that because that's the second little short viral big, clip. Big, you ya- know what I mean? Big the short yawn viral. from Eugene.
0: <laughs> thumbs Eugene, thumbs up for the yawn.
2: God, we got to put the camera on Eugene. I think we'd be getting some clips out of him. Uh, you know, we don't need to share camera time, but it's an interesting
0: idea.
1: It's an interesting idea for another guest. We want Mark Wallen fully on camera covered in some mac and cheese. Right on the tummy. He housed a lot of it. He's got a mac and cheese nose septum piercing. That's macaroni and cheese in his nose. He's allergic. He's puffing up a little bit. He's
2: starting to blow, folks. I'm starting to feel it.
1: A little
0: tingly in the the tips of the fingers, but, uh, you know, I'm just glad to be here.
1: Mark. I have um, both my co host and I. You know, us, we were child actors and now we're more on the interview side of the podcast. Mm-hmm. But we've both been That's nominated. Cool. Uh, That's we've cool. both been nominated for various awards. And, Congratulations. Uh, you know, f- thank you. Yeah, not not for podcasting, but just growing up, oh, you know, yeah. uh, Razzie's. Uh, uh, and so we know what it's mm-hmm. like the on the day of the award stinkies diapy, we got uh, we both slippies. i think i think i we both have three diapies, right you <laughs> yeah. have the full diapy, the lifetime full Diapy award
2: i have the, i have the full diapy, <laughs> and
1: i have two slippies yeah
0: yeah um your big 2D acceptance speech was beautiful <laughs> by the way talk about a viral clip
2: that oh, that really so hit much. home for me Well, when you eat a big bowl of chili right before the acceptance speech, it's tough not to go viral. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. You know what I mean. Oh,
1: yeah. You can either take something like that as an insult or a compliment. The first couple, it was an insult. But then it's like, embrace it. Go accept the award like Tom Green accepting his Razzie. Yeah. um, And you you own the insult all of a sudden. But I want to ask you, you're getting a lot of Oscar buzz for Castle. Of course, this is fascinating with the improvised sex scene. Um, what do you do on a, a preparing to go to the award show? What are the nerves like for something like that? Mm-hmm.
0: This is, you know, every, every actor has like their own method for, uh, approaching the, an award and they're show
1: Bringing in the big glass of whole milk and the Oreos while you're talking uh, okay. about that. Yeah. And I Keep going. don't,
0: um, flower rim. <laughs> <laughs> um, I try to, uh, I fly to I fly to Chicago I, sw- I try to swim all of Lake Michigan just to get all of that anxiety out really? of me um, right. now I can't swim yet um, so I have oh. a my jet ski team uh, kind of flanking me um, and see how far I get um, they're very into me wearing a life jacket though to prevent me from drowning so
1: mm. I, you it's know insurance issue for film and stuff like that you know if, if you drown, they can't make the sequels or if they're already in production, it costs them a lot of money. And they
0: the director that. said that he kept saying, if you die, we're fucked. <laughs> so <laughs> I have to, you know, carry that, you know, with me. But so I try to, you know, I, I have all this energy and a- adrenaline and, you know, nothing feels better than that, that cool uh, lake water. And so I oh, will totally I will jump in, you know, shout cannonball, huge joke, crushes. I know. I'm sorry. I didn't say the whole thing. I should. Can we get that? Eugene? Huge. Let's Uge. get it clean.
1: Huge. Let's hit. Let's let's uh, turn Eugene, on the, put t- on the t- headphones cams. around your neck.
2: It doesn't make sense. No. Or around your leg. The, your leg
0: doesn't <laughs> need them. Um, I'll do a swan dive into Lake Michigan and shout cannonball. Oh, classic. are so not even twist. doing a
1: cannonball. No, no, uh, no. That's expectation. And a lot of look, we all know this. A lot of actors are not funny, you know, that they, they no. do this kind of thing mm-hmm. where they, you think they're comedians because they act funny, right? but you are doing this stuff that is really turning stuff on its head, swan diving and saying cannonball. Yeah, um, I, I and, love an
0: actor that tells a long story that they think has a good punchline and it's always worth the wait in my opinion. And so I've been working mm-hmm. on that. Just like a three-minute story that you feel like has the structure of a joke. And then when the punchline hits, you know that it was clearly funny at that time, but has never been uh, executed as a story well. So I've been working
1: on that, four-minute stories. Whoops,
2: Whoops. you just did one. (laughs) You nailed it. You really nailed that one, Eugene. That was cool. Let's yeah.
1: take the story again, Eugene. Yep. Come Eugene on,
2: swapping Eugene is SD cards head.
3: trying to figure out
2: which Eugene, one fits. Eugene, you got to get bigger than a than a one megabyte SD yeah. card. One megabyte is not gonna do it.
1: Get at least a gig. Eugene huge. is come constantly on. swapping behind the soundproof glass.
2: Oh my gosh! You know, can I say? I that's really bulletproof, respect it. by the way that's not soundproof
1: <laughs> Oh that's bulletproof uh, guys, that's right It was cheaper
2: We yeah. had to it had to be cuz we've been getting so mad at Eugene we've been pulling out our guns and almost killing him every episode we had to put in BPG bulletproof glass
1: <laughs> Yeah I flash heat at Eugene once an episode for sure
2: <laughs> And and the, the lights go off the sounds go off he's flashing heat
1: See <laughs> Folks, it's the Man Dog Pod, the Improv Conversation Podcast. Shalom, aloha. I am one of your many co-hosts, Dan Lippert. And I'm here for another episode with one of the other many co-hosts, Ryan Rosenberg. Hi, Ryan.
2: Yo, what's happening, Dan, and our audience, our lovely
1: audience? Everyone is looking very gorgeous in the audience today. We can't <laughs> wait to kiss you all. Um... And that goes doubly for our guests today, Kevin Bartelt. Hi, Kevin.
0: Hi guys. Thanks for having me. Um I the chef. The chef is in the house. I more late night hosts should go in and give their audience like little kisses <laughs> when they walk in. There needs to be more embraces. They used
1: to do that on game shows, you know, where yeah. like uh they would kiss the contestants on the mm-hmm. lips. Uh Gene, oh, what's on his the name? Lips? What, yeah, have you ever seen those clips? Like a lot of those, if you watch like old match games or um, that would right. be like the other celebrities, but they'll just kiss mm-hmm. women on the lips.
2: Mm-hmm. That's so crazy. But it's for the show. Drew cool. Carey did that? It's for the show. It's, it's for, for the, the show. show. <laughs> yeah, Drew Carey kissed all those people. Who are, <laughs> on the
1: mouth.
2: It, yeah, it's like 10 a.m. In,
1: in whatever Sick that studio is called. CBS yeah, Radford. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, now, uh, you all out there, Probably know Kevin from his work on Mike on Hollywood Handbook and the Flagrant Ones Network, Uh, his work with You Song. What was your guys' podcast? Maybe don't. Maybe don't. You may know him from behind the mic. Uh, He's worked on Improv for Humans, Comedy Bang Bang, of course, the whole Big Grande um, backlog, uh, whatever you would call it. Mm -hmm. And you're here today because you have a, well, because we wanted to have you on the podcast, but you also have a new podcast coming out. I do. It's a
0: video project slash podcasty thing. Um, It is called Where the Potty At. It's coming out December 19th. And I'm basically um, hosting a review of a fake podcast that I made with my friends. Um, So it's going to be a two-part series on YouTube. And the first part is going to be free. uh, And it's a big, chunky part one, so everyone can enjoy it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so I've been, uh, writing it and filming it and, um, it cuts to a bunch of clips of, um, a fake, very scandalous podcast that I made, uh, with some, with some people. So, uh, yeah, it's been, um, I was telling the guys before the recording it's, I've never made a, a thing like this where, um, it takes like months and months to make one single uh, like piece of content. I'm very used to, you Mm. know, like with you guys and a bunch of other people like recording and releasing, you know, like kind of weekly episodes. So it's been a fun challenge working on a thing that's like, all right, it's all just this, you know, so...
2: It's been fun. That's what I was wondering. I mean, you're the busiest, most talented, most sought wow. after man in all of podcasting. Reading my script perfectly. Yes, yes, a perfect script. Thank you. I love the script. I made a couple notes, but uh, but we. How did you have? How do you juggle it all? Oh, I love this. How do this. you juggle it all with new projects as well as the current projects? I mean, this guy, he does it all.
0: I do. I do. I does it all. Uh, I try to. I I sleep in very late. Um, I think that Good. helps. And are you a
1: late night boy? I'm do a very you stay late up night, night boy. Editing and stuff like that. Yes. Um,
0: yeah. I think that helps. If I was like a, you know, early riser, uh, for me specifically, I would just be much more cranky than I am. But um,
2: you'd be mad about you. Oh, I'd be very <laughs> mad. <laughs>
1: Uh, no, a I'm very, a, a, yeah, that's if you were a poly riser, <laughs> yeah, that's, right. <laughs> that's right. Um,
0: no, I sleep in and then, yeah, I get up around like, be- sleep in's kind of uh, strong, but like I wake up around nine or 10 and then just edit for a couple hours, have my coffee, take a break, edit for a couple hours. And then, um, I really get a, a stride going between, like I did most of this between like 11 a.m. Sorry, 11 p.m. And like 2 a.m. Um, I
2: love that. So I'm feeling very vindicated because I like to stay up late. Yeah, and sort of dig into stuff late when no one, I'm not getting any messages, no emails, none of that stuff. And I like that another productive man like you is doing the same thing.
0: I uh, did it probably a little too hard two nights ago. I was up till 4:30 working on this, and I had a plumber coming at 7 a.m. Um, and so I just slept on the couch so I could hear. You only had
1: three hours to clog the toilet.
0: (laughs)
2: I asked well pre- just like when a cleaner comes and you have to pre-clean when the plumber comes you have to pre-clean you took a to big shit
0: yeah edited until 4 30 sat on the toilet till seven
2: um, someone's in here
0: and he like uh i let him in and i just looked so like like d- it destroyed I was just tired, mm-hmm. but he was just like, yeah. uh, hi, I'm here to uh, fix the water thing. And I was like, uh, yeah,
2: come on in. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you every plumber meets a stressed person, though.
0: Yeah,
1: Because oh, that day their
2: drains are not working at their house, <laughs> you know? Like, yeah. I'd be so pissed every yeah. time a plumber showed up.
1: Um, I, I yeah. either can't be clean or I can't use the toilet if the plumber's at my house. Mm-hmm. Or mm-hmm. my dishes stink. Those are the main three things. I'm Unrelated. <laughs> uh, I didn't start
2: going to the bathroom in my sink.
1: How much was is this? Um, like an expression of things that you've like seen or had. This new most podcast, of it. This new, it's like heightening comedically stuff that's happened to you. Or, Definitely on, on other podcasts. Uh, yeah.
0: Um, The first line is that this is kind of like the magic school bus for me, Um, like teaching (laughs) people how to basically host a podcast. Um, And a lot of it is like real life stuff that I've witnessed and like uh, sincere tips, especially for like people interested in podcasting, like kind of one on one stuff about different aspects of hosting a show or if you're interested in like working with other people, like kind of how that collaboration works um and then some of it is like the act, the scandals quote unquote that happen on the show are like things that i think could like realistically happen but then taking it to like the most extreme um without spoiling mm. anything but just like um conflicts that i've seen and then just seeing like what if a much more like intense version of this happened like how would these people react and um, I'm okay saying this because they told me this immediately. My friends who are in it are not actors. <laughs> so I think they're doing it like very, to them, like very real. Cause they're like, I don't, I'm just, you know, and they, but they work in podcasting. So it was kind of fun um, working with them. Cause they're like, yeah, I'm just going to try to be as real about this as I can. Yeah. Um,
1: mm-hmm. So um, yeah, pretty real. I it's, think it's funny because I, I mean, maybe there's, more drama in different types of podcasts. Like if you were dealing with like bigger personalities, I don't think we really have a ton with ours, but like the hardest thing about podcasting to me is like, imagine every time you have to print something last minute and your printer just doesn't work for no reason. Yes. Like it doesn't receive it. Pay- That's what podcasting feels like is it's like, yeah. what needs to be plugged in here? What battery doesn't <laughs> like everything works, but it's not working. It like, that is the most frustrating part of it, I think.
0: Yeah, there's a big chunk about, like, the constantly changing tech that, like, once you (laughs) um, feel like you have something figured out, even if you do it the next day, there's a chance that, like, none of it works. And, like, Mm -hmm. how, like, the challenge then is to, like, um, like, I tried uh, experimenting with, like, uh, Twitch streams uh, at the beginning of the pandemic, and it it broke every single time I did it. And (laughs) um, it was, and I feel like a pretty tech-savvy person so then just kind of going like, okay, is this worth having these like weekly hurdles? Um, like knowing, okay, all these things are going to mess up, but, but I'm still going to do it because it's worth it. Or like, is the show not worth the, the frustration or, you know, whatever the frustration may be, if it's like annoying tech stuff or just like, you know, scheduling can be challenging. Like if, even if it's a weekly show or a season show, like, um, figuring out, trying to lock in times. Sometimes people are like, this isn't worth it. I'm, I'm too busy. And so kind of like juggling all of those things. So I kind of give like, I think a helpful like guideline about like what I feel like what works and what doesn't work. Um, and nice.
2: yeah. Uh, I got a scene idea. Great. Mm-hmm. Hey guys, guys. Yeah. Uh, can we all sit down for a second? Just right before we get started on the episode, right before. Mm-hmm. H- has somebody been using my microphone cover? Uh, and I don't, I don't want nose. I don't want brush off. You don't want nose? Uh, has, has anybody been using my microphone cover?
1: I don't think so. Which is the cover, the, um, the, the round thing with stuff on it? Or is the cover the thing that goes right on top
2: of it? The, the thing that goes right on top. I'm putting my mouth right close to it every day. Yeah. I bought it special off of Sweetwater, not Amazon, Sweetwater, yeah. the sound pros, number one place to go. Um, And I care about this thing. I don't want other people's smells and breath in it.
1: Not for, look, I'll come clean. I'll come clean. Um, Yesterday after you guys left, I uh, stuck around and I made myself a coffee and I made it a little too hot. And so in order to hold the, mug i used your mic cover it was just the closest thing to me it was kind of a a beer cozy for the coffee but i didn't want to burn my fingertips
2: well it smells like you burnt the frickin' coffee because this is the most burnt coffee smell i've ever smelt and it's right in my nose right before i have to record yeah you know how serious i am about smells before i record
0: um, I didn't I didn't use it for recording purposes, but I did make a uh, Thanksgiving turkey after we recorded and needed to uh, pull it out quickly because it was burning. And so I took two uh, windscreens as, and used them as little gloves to pull out the turkey. So I
2: don't know if you... So if that's it's the other smell. That's
0: the other turkey smell. Turkey and burnt coffee. I have
2: burnt coffee on the microphone cover, and I have, I'll be honest, burnt gravy... On my way, okay, it, it
1: wasn't that Bert. <laughs> I know we're all angry here. Um, I know you are, especially. I'm actually not that angry or wasn't until just now. There's no reason to insult Steve's cooking mm-hmm. the way I make coffee because you're mad about the windscreen thing. I'm sorry about the windscreen thing. I didn't know you cared that much. I did, I did, but it was the closest thing to me. And I'll buy you a new one from Sweetwater, well, didn't we also where Sound about- Pros go to get their sound. Uh, things. They call,
0: they call me every day, about- so I can when I have my daily check-in with them. I'll I'll order a couple for you.
2: I would love that. I would really love that. And when he I gives me, me those to tootsie rolls,
0: oh man, I'm set ooh. for the week.
1: <laughs> I like that little.
2: Now listen, I don't want this going on the company account either. Come on, I want so I want people paying this out of their own pocket. So that I can have, I can't focus pre-pod if I have smells in my, in my mouth and nose.
0: I, I, you keep Look. housing me with these purchases that are for work, but you say, don't put this on the company card. You know, yeah. I, I had to buy a, a, a studio table, which I don't think we need, by the way, a 12-foot dining room table it to needs record.
1: To f- no, I'm going to disagree here. It needs to feel cool in here. It Thank needs to you. feel cool in here when people come have in. Have you seen it needs the Smod Castle? Cool. it should of be course. like the Smod Castle. <laughs> you
2: ask me that every week. Of course. Okay. Well, I don't see you wearing big jean shorts. Another request I've made. They fell off. <laughs> oh. Oh, you no do one, have. Them no, on one looked there. Really on, no one looks down. No one looks down. Please. <laughs> Look. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's actually funny. I'm sorry. That.
1: That see, did boost
2: my mood a little bit. I, I'm sorry. Can We're buddies I say- here.
1: Can I say, Max, I get that, like, kind of why we've become one of the top 10 podcasts that reviews old uh, copies of Maxim magazine uh, (laughs) is is that we have this kind of on air banter where we're a little bit at odds with each other. Mm -hmm. Uh But I don't like being at odds with you in real life. Also, I don't like everything (sighs) to be a fight. You've taken on this on air persona. And I get it. We are the number, actually 12, 13, right now I'm looking, huh. podcast Dropping click <laughs> really fast. <laughs> we got to put an episode out soon. <laughs> well, of course, Maxim Men, just re, re, they just released the, the episode reviewing the 2002 Jessica Biel Woman of the Year.
3: Oh, yeah. So, oh, of course, God, they're going to zoom
1: past us.
2: What a freaking episode of an edition
1: okay so i i just want to say you have become like your on-air persona it's not mm-hmm. a big fight that i i took your windscreen i'll buy you a new one they cost $1. all right all right, right? you're
2: right right you're right i'm I, you're right i'm 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 finding reasons i'm finding
1: reasons now we're, and okay, you're ahead. right Excuse i'm gonna me. calm
2: down i'm gonna calm down i'm we're,
1: sorry we're zooming in with the guy who wrote the article how to do the alphabet with your tongue so you can please her downtown better <laughs> And I just don't want to be like this when he's on air. I don't want to be embarrassed. Right.
2: Right. right. All right. Let me grab my seat here. Oh, huh. he's here. Feels a little flat. <laughs> Did somebody sit on my cushion last night? Uh, it's not a big deal. Should I, a big he's in deal. the waiting no, room. Should, should we, we let him in? him in? Well, just real quick. Let's talk about this. Did somebody sit okay. on my cushion last night, either when they made the coffee or had the Thanksgiving dinner? I didn't um, I didn't sit on it. I had to place
0: the turkey somewhere because you say I can't use this dining room table for any foods if we're recording we on it. We set
2: rules for a reason, okay? My seat needs to be empty for eight hours before I sit back down in it or else it doesn't have the cushion I need.
0: We have a 12-foot table that you say I can't use. It's only for recording. <laughs> so I have to yes. put the turkey somewhere.
2: How about your house? How about you cook the turkey at the goddamn house? I microwave salmon 12 times, and everybody gets mad at me for stinking up the office permanently, but you guys feel fine to burn coffee and burn a Thanksgiving meal. Uh, also, throw away the cornucopia. Will you throw this thing away?: I'd
0: love to cook at my house, but you guys put a prank oven in my kitchen that's way too small.
1: <laughs> Which by the way, well, I'd you love, fell for it.: I'd love if you guys could replace that joke was fell for it. You, we had to check you into a, a mental institution for because for three weeks you thought that you didn't understand shapes and sizes and were becoming uh, Alice in Wonderland. We did a whole live episode where you zoomed in and we discussed uh, we discussed um, the, the, uh, the Hugh Jackman uh, issue from 2005.
0: Which, by the yeah, way, I didn't know, know that was a live stream. You guys should have told me that was a live stream. I thought you, that was like a, you guys checking in as friends. And then we have this very open conversation, and you say, thanks, everyone, for listening. And I say, listening to what? And then you leave?
1: And we want to say thanks again to everybody in the uh, mental health wing of the hospital that helped us set up that Zoom secretly. Uh, yes. And that live and stream. For and, yeah, the and, and lighting and set up. It seems very um, weird. Look, uh, uh um, I w- just while we're on the subject, um, I did spill a little bit of hot coffee on my, my dog Delilah. No. And to clean her up, I put her on your cushion because I couldn't bend <clears> over with <throat> my back. And so I cleaned her up on the cushion while she was covered in hot coffee.
2: When are you going to get over this back tattoo? <laughs> when, are, when are you going to stop blaming stuff on the pain of the tattoo? Uh,
1: I don't know. Yeah. It's been a year, and I am hoping that that it's done. <laughs> but it's it, it still hurts. So your
2: skin has been hurting for a year. Your skin. Uh, look,
1: very, I'm in litigation very very with the doctor. I almost don't even know if I can talk to you guys about it because I'm not supposed to discuss it on air while we're in litigation.
2: What even is that tattoo? I can't. I can barely see mm-hmm.
1: it. It's for it's our it's for our podcast. I can't believe you don't recognize it. Okay.
0: So it's he's mid- he's allowed to use the company card for his tattoos, but I have to buy yes. a $4,000 dining room table and that's got to go on my personal card. Well, it's, the tattoo
2: gives us clout. Thank but you. it's on
0: his lower back. He wears shirts, no one can see it. <laughs> okay. But
2: when they do, it's a huge surprise. Remember when he almost got in people for they're just like us? Almost.
0: But he was I, just almost. on the other
2: side of the light pole. I thought it was people
0: of
1: interest. <laughs>
0: Yes, oh, yeah. I, was was a a I was a person yeah. of interest I
1: was a person of interest I did almost make it into Person of Interest magazine
2: Well fuck it let's just do an episode I think today's what? what is today Megan Fox And why she's good
1: That's why Megan Fox is good and we're talking to the guy Who wrote the article he's still in the zoom room He's pacing pretty aggressively now
2: Should we tell him that we can see him <laughs> <laughs> Sir that's just bulletproof glass Not one way glass or was that the other podcast um
1: they they (laughs) all have bulletproof class. eugene works on both
0: eugene works on both (laughs) yeah
1: good good, yeah yeah, in the world of these podcasts you're gonna hear today eugene works on them all
2: Mm -hmm. now kevin you record with some of the biggest podcast stars on planet comedy
3: (laughs) comedy. i want to (laughs) hear
2: what's the freaking drama Dish. Who's the worst? Dish. Who's the best? Dish. Uh, who gave you a big Christmas present? Dish. Um
0: This isn't a best or worst, but I did really respect it. Uh, a couple of years ago, I recorded Whoopi Goldberg on Nick Offerman and Megan Mullally's podcast, and I asked her to record herself. She was like at her place, and she was like, uh, sure, I'll do this voice memo. And I was like, great. Um, is there any chance you could wear headphones, too, so that the Zoom recording audio doesn't go into your voice memo. And she kind of smiled at me and went, I'm not going to do that. No. (laughs) (laughs) And just like the way she said it, I was like, okay, yeah, that's fine. And then she was like, do you want me to hit record on my voice memo? It was very hard not to be like, I mean, I'm not going to use it now, but. uh."
1: (laughs) It's absolutely useless. Yeah, Uh, but I was like,
0: oh, that'd be great. Thanks so much. And then she gave me a voice memo that was just full brick of audio of a conversation. Um, <laughs> zoom it. being able to, I'm getting in the weeds a little bit. Zoom being able to multi-track has saved my life
1: like a hundred times, uh, in the last two mm-hmm. years. So, um, because you used to just on a zoom record, have to have one track that has everybody's audio on it and, uh, and everybody would record from home. Hopefully.
0: Yes. And, uh, um, They So there's a setting that um, you can click that makes a separate audio track for each individual person. So if Mm. you do, like, for example, the, like, 12-person Christmas Comedy Bang Bang episode and one person's audio is messed up, um, you can use just that person's audio instead of it being, like, now we have to use this for everybody. Um, Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I've been pretty... I'm never as stressed as I could be on zoom because I know that I have like the separate thing. So, Um, but yeah, Whoopi Goldberg. um, I've said this story on a paywall version before, and I still feel kind of bad about now saying it on a free show, but um, I recorded (laughs) Jack black once on zoom and he ripped
3: ass. (laughs) Like cut it out of an
0: episode. Um, No one heard it. And then, um, but he like stopped mid sentence and I was wondering why. (laughs)
3: <laughs> and then I got his audio and was
0: like I know why I know why now. <laughs> Very clearly waiting to see if anyone heard it and uh we right. didn't. And then when he sent me his audio I was like big tutor.
2: <laughs> big tutor. That's funny. I always I that's always my like one of my fears is that like right before we record mm-hmm. we'll hit record but then we're talking and we're like oh this isn't on the episode so whatever. Yeah. But it's it's recording like almost like a copy of my brain when i'm not paying attention yeah you know what i mean so like i'm always afraid that brian our editor has like 30 seconds twice a week of me saying the craziest (laughs) shit in the world
1: (laughs) you're right beforehand getting out of your system being yourself yeah yes (laughs)
2: yes
0: um Uh, yeah i love having the um I, I always like with you guys and with everyone, I always like very loudly announce, like, I'm recording now. So if, there's <laughs> right. no like, we're, I'm not Pete Holmesing anyone. Like, by the way, this is all being recorded. And everyone's like, oh, okay.
2: I, I didn't know that <laughs> Wait, was. Hang on. Yeah. Did he do that to see? I think he, he starts each show like
0: work? not telling people that they're recording. Um, right. And I know some other shows that. Um, like, network shows where they've tried to do that. Like, don't, let's, like, not say that we're recording. Like, oh, let's yeah, just start. Yeah. And then engineers have been like, I'm not doing that. I'm, like, right. I understand, like, wanting that. But you should still, like, make sure everyone knows. It feels just kind of, like, right. sneaky. I think
2: I could send, you could send me the engineer to jail. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Comes
1: out. Yeah. Yeah, once your face is on the mic, you got to just assume it's being recorded.
2: Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. I don't always remember how they work, that there's the sole purpose is whatever you are saying is exactly what they're catching.
1: Yeah. Um. Did, how long did it take you all or does did this ever matter to get used to your own voice? Because like early on with this, um, like we were editing the episodes and with like early Big Grande stuff, we would listen to every episode before we put it out. And it took me a while to even get through a listen and not be like, Jesus, I hate this guy. Definitely a while. Um,
0: I remember like recording my first voicemail, like when I got my first cell phone being like, hi, this is Kevin. And then listening back and being like, Jesus (laughs) Christ, like this is what I sound like to people. Um, I feel like I've always kind of had that. I have a like nasally voice that I've never really kicked. And um, (laughs) I got uh, once you. That's a good question. Like, at what point is it like you're just recording so much that you, you kind of just get over it? But there definitely right. was, like, you know, the first, like, year or two, like, hearing whenever I was on mic, like, like, oh, my God, just, just cut this out yeah. of the episode.
2: <laughs> same. I have the I same uh, insecurity, Kevin, of, of being a little high and nasally mm-hmm. and being like, no, I sound more regular than this. This sounds like a character or something. But... It's a thing I want to you compliment with people to too,
0: but I don't know how to do it without it sounding weird. I like saw a podcast guy that I like and he has like a great voice and I was like I can't <laughs> I would rather compliment someone's looks than like I love the sound <laughs> of your voice. <laughs>
1: it right. is there's something like sensual about it. Yeah. yeah. About being yeah, yeah, like yeah. I really love your voice. Uh, <laughs> wow. Yeah.
2: For sex? <laughs> is that what you mean for sex? <laughs> you freak, I get slapped. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, you can go ahead and give me that compliment right now, Kevin. I'm right here for you. Yeah, ya. Dan's got the best voice. Um, you have a great it. voice, Dan. I've been listening to the Lord of the Rings book read by Andy Serkis and he's very oh, wow. like he's really chesty and like mm-hmm. really like and I, I mm-hmm. I've been like I want to start talking like that all the time. It right. really is commanding. I feel
2: like you're doing it now.
1: I'm doing it slightly I, intentionally. Like right now I'm doing This is kind of where I am. And this is me trying to do it a little bit. I don't know yeah. if you can tell the yeah.
2: difference. you have really good diaphragmatic voice, or di- from your diaphragm. Diaphragmatic. Thank I you. I think that's the wrong word. Diaphragm. Are you liking?
0: Di- are you liking the books? I just um, watched the extended cuts and then bought the first book. But maybe I should be listening to them as well.
1: Well, what happened was,
0: uh um, yeah, That so should be what they call their podcast, like what hopped was. <laughs>
3: what
0: so, what happened was was,
1: <laughs> was Bilbo found himself a little ring and um
2: <laughs> well, we're starting at the very <laughs> <early>. <laughs>
1: Um I, I what what happened was um our friend Zach Oyama was telling me. He was like, I took a bath the other day and I was just listening to like the music from Lord of the Rings, Mm -hmm. but he was like, then I came across a podcast that's, like, kind of a, it's the book with music behind it. And so I started listening to that, and it's like. It's like Metallica,
0: though, and it's, like, does not
1: fit (laughs) (laughs)
3: Um,
1: But then the day after I started that, they took them all off of Spotify. Wow. And now they're for sale for, like, 60 bucks. So then I was like, okay, I'll get the audio book. There's the Andy Circus one, and then another one from like the seventies or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and the reviews of the Andy Circus one were like, I don't. A lot of them were like, he. I don't like the way he does this. He makes all the characters too angry. They're all too mean. And I was like, okay, I'll try <coughs> this other one. Off. <laughs> Come on, fuckers! <laughs> um, you shall not fucking pass. <laughs> so I got the other one, and the, but the guy—it really bothered me. The guy has no breath control, mm. so between mm-hmm. every sentence, he's doing this, <laughs> oh, and it's like in my ears while I'm trying to take a bath, and it really bothered me. So then I got the mm. Andy Circus one, and I actually really like him. And I'm like five hours into it in two days already. Oh, that's awesome! That's my, long, my long answer to that question.
0: That it's funny cool. that sometimes, like, an author will read, their, like, you always prefer th- uh an author to read their own book. But sometimes, like, authors are, like, horrible readers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, uh, like, a voice actor will be, like, significantly better. But it, it's funny seeing, like, with, I don't have any examples off the top of my head. But, like, seeing a book, like, oh, cool, the author wrote it. And then you listen and it's like, uh. And then you see one where it's like, oh, I wish the author was re- performing this. That's by Gilbert Godfrey. <laughs> what? <laughs> So there I was
1: reading, reading the Lord of the Rings. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's so funny. You mentioned that um, um, on my TikTok today, his on his account popped up, but it was his daughter because uh, yep. he passed away. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I scrolled past it, but I was uh, immediately like listening to be like, does she sound like. <laughs> <laughs> I love my father. <laughs> like an old, like, you know. Uh, Fresh Prince where it's just like the other character in a wig or whatever. It wasn't like that. (laughs) Um,
0: Did I tell you about uh, when I recorded him and Richard Lewis uh, a couple years ago and Richard thought he was going to be in LA and he was like, where's Gilbert? And I was like, oh, he's in New York. I'm getting the Skype up right now. And he goes, are you fucking kidding me? He's not here? (laughs) I was like, no, he's in New York and kind of under his breath. But to me, he was like, I'm going to rip this man apart. And then he got on this. He got on the Zoom, and to Gilbert was like, "How much is a plane ticket to L.A.?" And he's like, "What do you mean? How much is a plane ticket to L.A.? I don't know, like eight hundred bucks or something." He was like, "You couldn't spend eight hundred dollars to have a nice conversation with your friend. I'm on a. I'm in a fucking room with one guy, and you're just like
2: down the street from your house. And uh, it was funny. He
0: destroyed him.
2: It was really funny. <laughs> that is so funny." I would be so mad if my friend was like, so you're going to make me have a miserable time all the time. It's like, get away from me, Richard Lewis. Shut up.
0: He asked for a Diet Coke and said, don't, don't open it though. Don't put your little fingernails in it. I'm like, okay, I I understand, (laughs) but like, you don't have to word it that
2: way. That is so funny. It's like, with people like that, I just want to go like, Hey, I don't want to be too forward, but like what happened? Yeah, what's going on? What, why are you so mad at everybody?
1: There's <laughs> such a, a it's, it's funny, man, because when I hear that, there's like a comfort to it. I think yeah. there's mm-hmm. like a, it's like a Jewishness or like Israelis are kind of like that. Mm-hmm. I don't think I would like to be around that person a lot, but when you hear it in stories, it's fun. Yeah. Um, But I, it, there is like a thing that's like, it's such a relic of old like 80s stand-ups or something. Like, you can't yeah. be mm-hmm. that weird anymore. Yeah. Or you would get called out yeah. all the time. His uh, his guests like, were, like,
0: exclusively 80s stand-ups. And yeah. um, so they're all, like, in their, you know, like, 70s now, all these guys that would come in. So it would be like, you know, we would do a Teacher's Lounge episode with, like, Echo, and then you guys would leave. And then, like, a guy who was, like, a stand-up and from, like, 70 to 74 would come in after you guys and be like, and what is he wearing? And I'm like, okay, hold on. <laughs> the like <laughs> the energy shift was so drastic. I would always try to leave um, before because they they would all try to like do little bits and stuff. That was always uh, cringy. But
1: right, nobody's actually having a conversation. Everybody's just coming in and being on.
0: Everyone, yeah. Everyone has to
1: like watch the little
0: performance when it's like five, and everyone wants to go home. But then they're like. Why is this guy razzing my shoes? Like, I don't even know.
2: (laughs) And and no offense to anybody, this guy looks like shit. (laughs) And he's making fun of me and my appearance? Come on. You want me to go in on you, buddy?
1: Yeah. Um, Uh, Okay, Kevin. um, So today, um, for the audio book, um, we're, we're actually having the author come in and read it. So you'll be recording him. Great. He's a, I don't know, you're a little younger, but he's a huge stand up from the eighties. Oh, cool. Um, he never like broke broke, but us like, uh, you know, like he, he's a comics comic. Fine. Um, Great. and so I would just say on your end. Just like roll with the punches. Um, sure. uh, he, 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 he's not like most of the people your generation now where everyone's so polite and in therapy and whatever.
0: <laughs> sure. Um,
1: um, how it. old
0: are you, by the way?
1: Uh, 42. Interesting. Okay. Just, yeah. How old are you? Uh, 30 and you're like, what, 20, 30? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so um, uh, it's, we should just be, you have everything prepared. I know you're really professional and everything, but just making sure everything's prepared. and We'll have him in and out of here pretty quick.
0: Yep, mics are up. I got a headphone and bottle of water in there, and whenever he's in, I'll start
1: rolling. Okay, cool.
2: Oh, what's <laughs> happening, you ugly bunch of buttholes?
1: <laughs> hey, what's up? Uh, uh, what's up? Uh... Is this him? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's the, hey, what's the, it's up? The...
2: Shelly? Shelly McGriff. How you doing? Hey, Shelly. Hey, I wasn't Shelley. sure if, we
1: could, if I could call you the fish. I know that's kind of the what you went by back then. Shelly
2: but... the fish McGriff. <laughs> And don't say the fish too loud. Uh,
1: sure. what, what
2: happened? They were all out of coats at the store you guys were shopping at? You guys look like
0: shit. <laughs> yeah. Uh yeah, I guess I should get a new uh new jacket. This one is kind of old.
2: Kinda old? You look older than my dad. All right, whenever you're ready, Shelly. <laughs> all right, all right. Give me a second. Give me a second. Don't rush me here. Don't rush me. Jeez, God, I got Bob Iger over here rushing me, trying to make the Disney.
1: <laughs> I'm like, Okay, I like that. All right. Um, no! <laughs> so, Shelly, um, uh, we've emailed a little bit back and forth. Uh, I, I'm uh, Maynard. Is that what you would call it? That's what you called
2: your little messages?
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. What would you call it?
2: There was so much information in there. I couldn't read any of it. So explain it to me right now.
1: Okay. Well, um, this is for your, um, this is your uh, uh, intro, uh, the forward that you wrote to uh, Andrew Dice Clay's new book coming out, uh, his this memoirs. This guy
2: needs a mint. This guy needs a mint.
1: Uh, I feel like my breath doesn't actually smell. I, why would, I don't. Sorry. It's all
2: right. I didn't get a laugh. It's fucking <laughs>
1: Uh, anyway, um, so yeah, it, uh, you we you know we we've printed out the forward that you wrote for D- uh, Dice's book, and uh, you'll just be reading it for the audio book. And this will be going out in um, twenty six different countries, and it's already pre selling uh, number one on the New York Times bestseller list. So we're very excited.
2: Wow, wow! I'm impressed and I'm excited. So yeah, let's get it. Let's do it. Do
0: you want me to take your jacket? Uh, there's a lot of jingle bells on it. It's going to be a little hard in the mic. Um, <laughs> I was wondering. If I could uh, maybe. Uh,
2: maybe wash your hands first. Maybe wash your hands first, and then I give you my jacket. Okay. And you've probably never seen this jacket, have you? I definitely you know, have this... not. <laughs> yeah, this is an original. This is an original Jingle Bells jacket. It's from 1967, and it was given to me by Mitzi Shore's uncle from Timbuktu. <laughs> okay. Uh, what's the problem? You fucking sleepy? Sorry, sorry. There's a pretty demonstrative yawn. Just a long. St- you need a
0: tissue. Well, I, I f- felt like that was going to be a long story, it just kind of like hit me. I haven't. Hey, Kevin. Uh, Kevin. Hey, sorry. Come on, sorry. Man.
1: Hey, come on, man.
0: Sorry. I'm a I'm a night owl. God, this tough, was like I know you crowd. you asked for a seven a.m. call time for this. <laughs> yeah, um, it's not. It's nine
1: forty five now, but we've been here since seven. So
2: yeah was was what's, there a lot of what's traffic? With your generation? <laughs> You guys don't want to work till 3 o'clock. Get up, you take your shower, you brush your teeth the night before so you don't have to do it in the morning, and then you pop a mint, and then you get to work. Guy you guys want to sleep till 2, 3, 5 p.m. It's like, geez, I've already had dinner by now.
0: Cool. Um, All right, whenever you're ready. Cool.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> God, tough crowd. Tough <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: All right.
1: So this starts at the beginning with, uh, I met the Dice Man uh, in the basement of a a shitty club in Poughkeepsie.
2: Thank you. All right. Well, I met the Dice Man in a shitty club in Poughkeepsie. Now, this guy was a world-class piece of shit. If you saw him and you saw a duck covered in shit, you couldn't tell the difference... Other than the fact, sorry, are we the getting the
1: cigar rubbing up against the mic? mic yeah, that
0: there. is coming in loud.
2: Dice has webbed feet more than the dice. Seems
0: like he can't get the match lit too for the cigar. <laughs> I'm getting a lot of that. Yeah, do you
2: guys have lighters?
1: No, um, I just have a vape. Yeah, I don't Pussy. snark. what you say? Pussy.
2: Pussy. Real men from the '90s, smoke. So it's me, it's Dice, and it's Kirby Puckett, and we're waiting to get a slice of pizza outside of a hot dog Baseball stand. Baseball player. <laughs> and I look at Dice and I say, "What the fuck are you doing? You didn't bring your wallet." He's cracking. I don't every have any beer money.
0: Beer in a six pack open. <laughs>
2: uh- like he's not, you know, he's I just, can hear
0: uh, you guys. Oh, oh sorry. I, I thought you. I had that mic off.
1: Sorry. The glass just... is not as thick as you think. Um uh, uh well I could I just say, Fish, um, since we have you in here, uh politely, I know you you did a lot of voiceover in your time, a lot of stuff that was cut from Lion King and um uh Aladdin and uh Yeah,
2: I was Rafiki's older brother. <laughs> well, I was supposed to be.
1: Uh, so I feel like you've been in a voiceover booth before. All of this uh, errant noise you're making, that the mic picks that all up. Yeah. And so uh-huh. we, it, the ideal would be if we couldn't, if we didn't have all that noise. If you want to open all those cans uh, in advance and maybe get that cigar lit and keep it just a little right. off the mic.
0: You can take right, your yeah. tap dance shoes off too. I don't. Those are coming in kind of hot.
1: Could <laughs> do I
2: want to? Not really. Put some, get some carpet in here or a rug. So isn't this supposed to be a professional soundstage? Where's all the Persian rugs? Uh, Every good soundstage is covered in Persian rugs. Don't you know? I think they
1: stopped doing that when, um, when RKO went bankrupt because it was, it was a lot of their budget was authentic Persian rugs.
2: Well, that's too bad. It's not going to sound very good in here. Listen, someone hold my ring of keys. <laughs> I will. I'll actually, I'd love to hold that. All right. Great. So there we are. It's me, Dice, and Kirby Puckett.
1: He has a key to every bathroom in his house, and they're all labeled. These are like castle The window Keys. is
2: thin, guys. Jeez.
1: <laughs> sorry, sorry. Keep going, Fish. Sorry.
2: Me and Kirby Puckett are trying to get a slice of pizza from a hot dog stand.
1: I wonder if he'll ever explain. And I'm
2: screaming at the hot dog guy saying, I don't care that you don't serve pizza. I don't want a hot dog. And Dice has to break it up. But that's the guy he was. Always on the side of justice, always had a little bit of cocaine, and always picked up the tab. But never for me. The cheap bitch. I mean
1: Yep.
0: Can I take that again? Yeah. That I that wasn't in last part wasn't in the script.
1: And just yeah. um <clears throat> sorry, the uh the like guy with huge hair in his eighties that came in with you. He's just yeah. kind of pacing for a lot of that. I don't Ricky. know what your relationship is, but could he yeah, maybe Yeah, that's sit? Ricky,
2: my manager slash driver. <laughs> <laughs> oh.
0: <laughs> Ricky, what do you need? <laughs> well, he, he had a back and forth with
1: valet. A he damn said he broad could... would be nice. A damn broad. That's what yeah, I need. Yeah, what's the deal? You
2: guys don't have broads in here?
1: In the 80s, every time you did a voiceover, the driver would get a broad, too. <laughs>
0: Uh, Ricky, can you please give your car keys to valet? You're not allowed to just park there.
1: Oh, no. Those guys, those guys don't get to touch my car. That's a Lincoln. That's a Lincoln, Nebraska. Okay.
0: That's fu- That's fine. But you just
1: parked in the street and like, I think the employees okay. are a little upset. Okay. Okay. Well, come here. You know who else's car I parked in the street? Oh, God. Give him one. Getting tired. Give him a
2: pop Give him a pop, pop him
1: Outside of Katz's Deli, 1977 Colin Quinn's uncle Mm -hmm. I parked his car right on the street there This is when Colin Quinn was a nobody
2: Ever heard of him?
1: Yeah I told Colin, don't take SNL Do mad TV He didn't listen to me And where is he now, you know? So said, don't do Tough Crowd with Colin Quinn. Just guest on Bill Maher every once in a while. Where is he now? All right. I gotta take
2: anyway, you're the best manager in the goddamn business. God damn it. You're the best manager. Uh, Ricky's,
0: Ricky's sleeping on the couch now, so you can keep going, Shelly.
2: Wait, you think Lou Ooh. Wasserman never slept on a couch? <laughs> you think Ari Emanuel yeah. never sleeps on a couch? I, I don't have an this issue with important. it. I'm
0: fine with it. I'm just saying you can, you can continue. <laughs> Uh, right. well, you know, you showed up two and a half hours late and now we have to move every single person who is supposed to be after you. Um, there's like eight other people that are supposed to record today and we're on page three. Bump
2: them. No. I, I kind of had to. Me and Di- <laughs> <laughs> no, that's what I'm telling you. We have to bump everybody. <laughs> oh my God. I, w- I mean, it didn't sound like Richard Lewis, but I was trying to be as uh, short. <laughs> I was like, "How do you even do him? He's more complainy and less intimidating."
1: How do you do rude? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah,
2: yeah. Just trying to imagine him getting in a fight with Larry David. On the yeah. I
0: love the like older guy telling long story uh, character. Um, just uh, yeah, very hits. Hits home of like, all right, I gotta head out. You know who also had to head out? My my second brother. (laughs) And then all of a sudden,
1: yeah. I I weirdly don't mind the long story, other than the hardest part for me is I want to make someone feel okay for having told it. Yes. And I don't when I don't know the thesis or what's funny at the end. Mm -hmm. I don't know what to. I'm like, oh, what was the main joke here that I can respond to? Other than just, like, yeah, that's funny. Like, um, like, oh, yeah, the the guy wasn't supposed to turn left. And it's like, no, no, the guy was supposed to turn left. That wasn't what was funny. It's like, I, I, I don't know.
2: I was trying to throw you a bone, man, and you threw it back.
0: I worked yeah. at a, a retirement center, like, eight, uh, five, six years ago um, before Earwolf and was almost, like, exclusively just would talk to people and would hear, like, story after story after story like that, but – like what you're saying, Dan, like there became like a comfort to it of like, all right, now I know my next like six minutes are just going to be hearing this story. And then yeah. the same thing, trying to like do this detective work of like, I think that was the point, like trying to <laughs> figure out where I'm supposed to have a big reaction to. Or then like right. having a big reaction at the wrong part where they're like, what? <laughs>
3: Why are you?" He said, what?
0: Just- no, he said he was on his way. <laughs> oh, sh- yes, yes. Yeah, of course.
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, never mind. I just watched this video of Martin Short, who I love. And yeah. I like watching him tell long stories. Yeah. But he told this long one. It was from like Conan. And um, he tells this long story about hanging out at a party that um, George Harrison is at. Mm-hmm. And he tells it. It's like five minutes. And uh, they start passing around a joint. Uh, and the punchline of the story is just that George Harrison gets the joint and goes, ah, the 60s. And I was like, what's the joke? <laughs>
3: like, <laughs> yeah.
1: Like, like, why was it? It's fu- it Like, what a funny little tidbit if you tell it in 20 seconds. Yes. But I, I was like, what is so funny about this? What was the audience reaction? It was like a big laugh of like, we're happy to see Martin Short telling a story. Sure. But it was yes. like, yeah, in my impression of it was like Conan was like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's awesome. That's, you know, he was just like trying to move forward after the whole yeah. story. Anyway, like, our
0: next guest. Um, that's really funny. I I love a long story like that, but it does not really pay
1: off. Yeah.
2: Yes. I feel like I've gotten caught in that, like enjoying the nostalgia of the memory while I'm telling it Mm -hmm. and then going like, oh, that wasn't really good outward. Yes. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like it was fun to relive the moment, but definitely not a story.
0: Um, My dad famously did that where he told my best friends in high school a like four minute story about how. He was packing a cooler and my mom said the milk wouldn't fit and he like so then I reorganized everything and then I got it and then I got the the milk it's in the cooler it it fit perfectly my friends were just looking at him so blankly, like it was such a long story. And he's like, and then I said, "Yeah, I fucking did it." And it was like that part was clearly not true, but he was like just reading adding it. Yeah, just bad living because he just like bombed with like the most boring story about. They said I couldn't put the put the milk in, but if, uh, you move a couple things around. My friends are like, "Can we go?"
1: <laughs> this- and
2: I pulled out a gun yeah. and, and I shot the. Bird. I shot it, and now it fits. Yeah, yeah.
1: And then we got a divorce for three years because your mother doesn't trust me. <laughs>
2: don't tell
0: Kevin <laughs> don't tell Kevin yeah
1: um I, I think part of the reason that's like such a thing for me is because I am I don't really tell long stories mm-hmm. um I get super self-conscious that me I'm too. boring people um and it's like you know we're very close with Drew who is like what uh one of the great storytellers and like yeah. really people love to listen to him and then I learned after having experiences with him that then I see the story, story told right away. I'm like, oh, this is mostly embellishment.
3: Mm-hmm, like, yeah,
1: right. uh, that, that storytelling is all like taking the tiniest moment and making it a huge deal of like, right. they said this and we both looked at each other like, you are crazy. And I'm like, I never looked at you when he said this.
0: He, um, <laughs> Have you guys watched the Shaq docuseries yet on HBO?
2: Oh no! I've been the
0: meaning. first line is like he's like I'm a bullshitter. Like all of my stories are are have like a little bit of a you know twist on it. And so it says like a true story with an asterisk, and then under it says like mostly. And it's, it feels like the same way where he's like telling stories of things that happened, but he really leans in in like the first two minutes about like everything I say is like extremely exaggerated which is funny to like just so openly say that in a docu-series. Right. But then as he tells every single story about his life, I'm like, is any of this true?
3: Yeah.
2: <laughs> right. Are you even seven two? They, they tell a story about
0: like him and his siblings, like all getting in this like huge fight with like another family and stuff. And, and I'm like, man, this is crazy. But it, the whole time I'm like, be funny if this was just
1: completely made up.
2: It's also funny to like make a whole documentary and then be Shaq mm-hmm. and not think you're interesting enough. Yeah, to just tell the truth. Yeah. Like he's fascinating to me on every level already. I don't need like fake stories from him.
0: Absolutely. Um
2: Have you seen that thing about LeBron like LeBron Yeah, being a liar. Yeah. Yeah, man, I remember that back in 2004. I said that was going to be huge. He
0: he says something in one of those clips that I'm definitely stealing and I have already stolen. Um... Someone, like, says a quote about, like, you know, this philosopher once said, and he starts saying this quote, and LeBron goes, that's my, that's my favorite quote, actually. That's my favorite quote.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah, so yeah, now yeah. whenever
0: a friend says something <laughs> yeah. about, like, a quote or something, I always interrupt them. That's actually my favorite quote.
1: I love that. That's my
0: favorite quote.
2: <laughs> it's really good. <laughs> It's really like I, but I identify with like wanting to show interest, like that. totally like if someone's talking about something that's interesting and I think it's cool, I want to be like, uh, I love that. That's my
0: favorite. Overly supportive to the point where then yes. I'm like distracted by how I want to appear as if like, I'm so invested that I'm not actually like listening. Um <laughs> right. Like I I'll, right. someone will tell a story and I'm like, yeah, yeah. Or like. You know, recording a podcast, I'll see my track and I say yeah every like six seconds while a person's trying to tell a story, and then there's a pause and I have nothing to like add
1: because <laughs> I was just giving right. such big Should've like saved up my yes
0: <laughs> yeah spent all my energy on yes that then when they're like all right what and what's new with you I'm like ah oh, you know I gotta go <laughs>
2: I've been listening to your story a lot lately
0: and it was good. <laughs> and I liked it don't ask me any follow ups about it
2: uh huh uh huh. Yeah.
1: Well, I'm happy to be here on the Moth Radio Hour to tell the story that won me the um, San Francisco Uh Grand Slam. Um, uh, The story before this was magnificent that um, Uh I I really, um, the firefighter that we have here in the studio who, on the last day of their career, saved somebody who was Uh their mom's age, and it was like rekindling their... Relationship with their yeah. mother that was beautiful and i'd like to uh tell mine and, and that's what i'm here for yeah uh-huh.
2: really fantastic uh-huh. stories from everyone else today i really appreciate you uh illuminating the talent that's in the room besides you before you take the torch yourself thank you yeah um and i would really like to hear what you have to say now let's all sit down relax and turn up our listening ears for this yes uh-huh
1: part. uh-huh yeah yeah.
2: Yes, that I'm done. Yes. It, good. So listen to the next month. Thank moth. you
1: very much. Uh-huh. Well the looking around uh, the room. <laughs> it was a um a bright little day in two thousand and three mm. and um we were still reeling from the events of September eleventh, of course. <laughs> <laughs> flying was a little different and i was flying on that day to see um well my fiance for what turned out to be the last time mm. <laughs> as i boarded the plane i thought of all the ways the world had changed since we met you see we had met during right we had met during the um clinton administration and now a bush was in the white house again uh and sorry
0: sorry can i pause you for a second we mm-hmm. got we have to turn down these audience mics it is way too
1: distracting <laughs> no, we don't I, I don't think no we need i love ed- it i actually <laughs> love it it's really fueling me it's really giving me confidence and i, I think understand the, the, the,
0: the energy but micing
1: every single person is like
2: we're really seeing behind the curtain here from the audience Okay, yeah, maybe
0: his I think that way. you
1: are just being a little bit of a lazy engineer, and you don't want to mix all the sound. Uh-huh. <laughs> Not to be rude on Mike, but it's just you don't understand truth-telling.
3: Okay,
0: Um. you know, there might be some truth to that, but there are 75 people, and this drops tomorrow. Um. Fine, I'll... Uh-huh, mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, I can drops. tell Is you that aren't an listening.
2: Term drops,
1: drops. That's a great term. Drops, yeah. as
2: in like an album. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay,
0: yeah. I apologize, uh, audience. Thank you so much for. Hi, I'm
2: sorry. I'm out here in the audience, and I just wanted to say um, I heard the note. Okay. I apologize for um, piping in so much, and I will do a better job and sit a little further from the mic. Thank you very much. Uh huh.
1: Okay. These, <laughs> did these mics. Do these don't put your mouth up, on it, please. Oh, do these mics pick up breathing?
0: Yeah. you can talk normally
1: um but yeah don't. Uh, I just always I'm because I'm uh-huh. a little further away from the microphone. Uh-huh, I I'm was just, worried just just that letting my audience breathing know, the audience know anything
0: that you guys are saying, I'm probably not gonna like put in the final product, so maybe like a laugh laughter or applause or like. Maybe a, a gasp every now and then. If there's anything shocking, that will Understood. make the cut.
2: Um, Speaking of gasp, can you cut out a burst of gas that I had a little bit earlier? I was trying to get comfortable I, I in I see you chair brought another mic for your
0: bottom. Um, I'm not going to yes. use that. Um, okay. Uh, show of hands, who else brought their own microphones? <laughs> Okay, uh, I appreciate that. That's, okay, and it looks like some of you went to the mac and cheese taping earlier with the allergies. Um, that sounded cool. Uh, with yeah, Mr. It, was uh-huh. a,
1: it was an audience full of lactose intolerant people at a live taping of allergic reaction. Yeah, that's
2: And also at a live taping of diarrhea circus.
1: <laughs> that's, okay. the, that's We Man and Steve-O's new podcast. <laughs> We love both of these things. We love both of these things.
2: (laughs) Travis Pastrami was supposed to be there, but he was not able to attend.
1: His driver was stuck in the traffic of another driver. All right, go ahead, please.
0: Um, Yep, so you can put your own microphones away. I won't be using that audio. Uh, Yep. Try to keep the gas to a minimum. It seems it is distracting to the smell and sounds. Impossible. Um,
2: This will be the last of me talking. Thank you. I understand, and I'll just watch quietly. I can't wait to see this timid story.
0: (laughs) Thanks, everyone.
1: A Clinton in the White House when we met. A Bush in the White House on the last day of our relationship. As I flew from SFO, gorgeous SFO, to the Uh airport um, in Seattle. SeaTac. And it made me think about c tac uh-huh. You know, c tac And anyway, um, on the way there, <laughs> you know, I... Uh, <laughs>
2: this one's really
1: bonky. Hey... I just am losing all of my uh, momentum without the audience reactions. It was really fueling me there, and I'm just feeling a little bit like I need a... I'm still smelling the farts, which I appreciate, (laughs) but maybe they could be on mic as well as the gasps and the uh ahas.
0: Okay, audience, we're going to do another take where uh, you're a little more vocal in your responses. Uh, This this is going to help out uh, Uh our performers, so feel free to interjects um throughout okay
1: very good very good um anyway so what did the
2: interrupting cow say
1: oh very
2: moo, good moo 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 this moo ha
1: this is helping me i thank you this is helping me um. So as I landed at SeaTac Airport to see my fiance for what I did not know was going to be the last time,
2: it's a pretty boring experience.
1: <laughs> oh, and I'm just remembering on the plane. On the plane, big uh, finger took, wag. <laughs> on the plane, I took down a a new terrorist. A new <laughs> terrorist was on the plane, and they tried to 9/11 uh, Seattle. And I said, oh, uh-huh. not on my watch, not on my watch, because I'm just remembering all of my friends died in 9-11. And so uh-huh. I was very sad.
0: All right, I'm going to have to interject again. We try to keep these it, a little bit truthful, and I, <laughs> I feel like we would have heard uh-huh. about this happening. Uh-huh.
2: <laughs> yeah, a new terrorist. Now, what does that
0: constitute? <laughs> Hey, I I got this part, guys. Um.
2: Sorry, sorry. I just agree with your notes. You seem like a really wonderful director.
1: Thank you. Siri, was there another terrorist that I didn't know about? That's your microphone. Hey, Hey, Siri.
2: Oh, Oh my God. My Siri went off on my computer. Oh, the real Siri
1: heard you. Kevin... Bartell, thanks for being here. Thanks for having uh, me. Happy to have you on the pod. Happy to know you. Um, me too. Remind everybody again where they can get your podcast. Um,
0: it's a
2: video. <laughs> it's called
0: <laughs> your video. It's <laughs> not your.
1: Oh, it's not audio at all.
0: Uh, There is. It's confusing. There is no audio. There's no audio. (laughs) Only
2: video, no
0: audio. (laughs)
1: Um,
0: You can find it on.
1: All right, great plug. The show episode's (laughs) over. Thank you, Kevin. What's this thing you're doing out in Los Angeles? It's like
0: radio? (laughs) And you work with Conan and Stern. That's cool. I love both of those guys. Um, It's on YouTube. It's called Where the Potty At, P-O-D-D-Y. It's on the Flagrant Ones uh, YouTube channel on December 19th. You can find it there. Um, I really hope I have it done by then, but saying this Mm -hmm. will probably help with that. Um, So yeah, part one of where the potty at is on the Flagrant Ones
1: YouTube page. And uh, where can people find your social media? What's your handle? Kevin uh, J. Bartelt
0: on Twitter and Instagram. Um, Uh, Great to see you. You too, guys. I missed you. Yeah, I missed you too. Love the show too so much. Um, So
2: happy to be here. Oh, Kevin. We love you. Kevin. Kevin is really one of our oldest friends at this point. I remember, Kev, you used to come and we would hang out with you at like UCB Sunset when we were doing our old sketch show.
0: Yes, I would. I loved watching um, you guys at UCB. Dan was my first UCB teacher, so it's kind of wild doing improv with him right now. Wow.
1: Yeah. Yeah, crazy.
2: That's amazing. First
1: and last, I quit it
2: entirely. No. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. I'll
2: never work with you guys again.
1: Huh. This uh, sucks as far as first <laughs> class goes. <laughs> if any of them are even twice as good as this, it still sucks. Uh, um, no, I remember wonderful young Kevin in the class, and now he's risen like a phoenix. Well, you know, a phoenix oh. never died. You never died. So not exactly. Risen, risen like, like a like dead-ass phoenix. <laughs>
2: He's risen like a raisin.
1: Uh From raisin um, to that's raisin, That's beautiful. And everybody yeah. out there, thank you so much for listening, thanks for your support. Thanks to uh Brian Holmes and Hannah Rehack for their production help. This episode really taught you all what they do behind the scenes. Hell yeah. Um, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um thanks for uh to Annie Wu for the logo, Casey Trailer for the theme song, all of y'all for listening. Ryan, um would we like to plug biggrandewebsite.com where you can get off all of our uh, Big Grande content for Christmas. I
2: think we just did. Absolutely. Using the code. What is it? South Uh, South Pole. Pole. Uh, Or South Pole 1. South Pole 2. If you want to buy multiple things, you just add another.
1: That's right. The code is uh, unique per buy. You can't use it uh, repeatedly. I thought you were going to say the code code was unique (laughs) per. The code is unique perv. It's named for one of the Grande.
0: Um, Everyone should, I was telling the guys off mic, everyone should listen to the Holidays at the Mall series that we did last year. It's so funny. And listening to it uh, last weekend was still making me laugh so much. So if you, you. it's evergreen. Yeah. If you want to listen to one, check, jump in with that one right now.
1: Yeah, uh, oh, we yeah. should repost the. I think we clipped some stuff from the Gandhi one, which is uh, one of my favorites. Yeah, yeah that was uh, nice. um, but yeah, thank you again, Kevin. Thanks for saying nice things, and thanks everybody for listening. Woo-hoo. We will uh, see you all later.
3: Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye bye.